this desktop, this desktop, this monitor is running straight from the laptop, so it's not like I have an actual hard drive. I think I could just use my TV as a monitor, really. Now that I think about it, like... Yeah, you definitely could. Basic, TVs are basically monitors now. I don't know what the difference really is. But, um, yeah, man, so let's talk about what's been on everybody's mind, and that is the wonderful show called Squid Games. Okay, we got to talk about that, but we also got to talk about another show, because you told me to watch The Circle, and I did. So Which I did one do you want to talk about first? Talk about The Circle first, because it's less interesting. Well, it's older, so like maybe more people have seen it, too. The Squid Games is still... Is Squid Games kind of new? Maybe... maybe I feel like I read something the other day that said Squid Games was like it's older than made in Korea. Yeah, so they probably saw it before we did. Um, the Circle. So I've, I I only think? started at season three, which is like the season we're on now. Yeah, like, I feel like it's. It, I don't need to go back and see the other two seasons. Is I haven't that even. I haven't even finished this one, so. I don't think it's done because I got to the end. It was like wait for the season finale. And then oh they no! Yeah, they drop they drop more episodes every week. Oh, so they really upload update this like a real show. Okay, so I probably have a few more to catch, but I watched everything up until the the finale where they all, I guess they all meet in like a. a Bro, the that shit is crazy. So I haven't seen that one, but like watching this show. You're right. It is a good show. It's um, just interesting. I couldn't wrap my head around. Like, I, I was even thinking about this today on, like, why you would even try to catfish in this show. Like, it just doesn't seem like it really makes that much sense to me. Because it's all just, like, based on who can build the best relationships with people. And if you're hot... If you're like gonna catfish as a hot person, there's immediately gonna be doubt in whoever's head because they're gonna be like, is this person too hot to be real? Well, especially if it's a guy pretending to be a girl. Yeah, and then like, you just give yourself an extra worry for the whole game show is what I thought, is like, you're just trying to fabricate lies the whole time that you can later get trapped in where you could have just been honest and made that an easier stress-free part of the game for yourself yeah, I think that's the moral lesson of the show is it's easier to be yourself than to be someone else yeah because like people were like trying to give reasons on why they were catfishing one was like one dude's was like his job he just thought people would think he was too smart off the cuff and they'd be like he's a threat and vote him out is, immediately. is that the rip dude yeah one of them the white guy nick yeah the dude that like is killing it in the game what? yeah he was like a computer tech or just some one of those yeah, i remember that brainy and i was just like all his success in the show has just been built off of social skills though nothing to do with like how smart yeah. he is. and i'm just like dude like nobody even cares about intellect in this show it's all about like how many re relationships you've built by the next challenge it seems like Okay, well, imagine this. In the second season, right, do you care if I spoil it for you? I'm not going to go back second or first. Okay, so in the second season, there's this, you know, plus-size girl that goes on, and she's catfishing at first. Yeah. And she's being her friend. And 
she like the next day she's like she can't take it anymore she's like i can't keep lying like i want to be myself like and her job was literally to like boost confidence in women's body appearance that yeah. was she was like a, a, a brand ambassador or some shit yeah and so she eventually comes out as herself she was like she tells everybody yeah i catfish this is the real me blah, blah, blah. and guess what voted off next episode <laughs> yeah because yeah yeah if you, that's what i was thinking i was like if they find out you're a catfish it's basically like you get kicked off but even in this one people have been like i don't care if they're a catfish because they've helped me make it this far so i'm like it's all about the relationship and like they don't give a fuck who's behind the screen right and the one there's one i feel like if you help you help like There's the one that there's the girl, the assistant of um, one of the NSYNC guys that catfishes as him. Yeah, I so that wasn't in the third season. I didn't see that one. But because you're explaining it to me after watching it, now I'm just like, why the fuck would you even do that? Like, right, that, that, it seems so stupid. And she, she got kicked off so quick. Yeah, if I saw him in the show, I'd be like, why does this guy need money? and then you gotta think there was people on there that were like you know the the age demographic is probably like mid to mid to early mid to mid 20s to early 30s yeah have on there so like of course NSYNC was part of their lives yeah just like seeing that that's a lie like yeah he doesn't need money from this show why would he be on it this one girl remembered a specific jacket that he wore to a specific concert that she went to and she asked him about it or her about it. And she was like, I wore this, 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 and this. And then she was like, yeah, that's not true. <laughs> I don't, that's a, well, that's a dumb question to ask. Cause like, I don't even remember what I wore. That's what I said. I wouldn't, I don't even remember what I wore last week. Like, yeah. Like the, the guy wouldn't remember that, but of course she remembered it. Cause it's like the biggest night of her life, not his. Yeah. Like for him, that was just like a, another Tuesday probably. Yeah. And then there's so funny working at comedy works. We get a lot of things kind of similar to that where people oh. would go up to a comedian after the show and be like, do you see, like, I saw you, like, here last, like, three years ago. Do you, like, remember? And they're always like, uh, yeah, sure, I remember you. <laughs> and you get, like, I've even seen my coworkers do it and be like, hey, man, you, like, retweeted me on Twitter. Like, you saw that tweet? And they're just, comedians are already just like, what the fuck? Like, I tweet so many things every day, right? <laughs> And like I've witnessed so many awkward encounters of people just like trying to establish a connection from like fleeting moments in everyday life where they've made the moment way bigger for themselves because it was a celebrity, but that celebrity was just like, you don't understand. That's like every night for me. I have to meet fans after a show. Exactly. Like talk to all of them. That's like why when... I, I feel like I talk about this all the time, but when we went to the Vince Staples concert, we waited till after to meet him. And I literally just dapped him up and I said, I fuck with your shit and then left. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even ask for a picture because I was like, I know this man gets swamped by shit. Yeah, you were talking about that. I think I also talked about like Andrew Schultz came to Comedy Works and I worked the show. And after he was like, y'all want like take pictures. And in my head, I'm like, we didn't like hang out or talk or anything. So it feels really weird to want a picture from him because I also was thinking like, he doesn't give really care about this moment. And like, for me, it's like, I worked the show, but like, I don't like looking back on it. There was nothing too memorable about the night itself. Like it was just another night of work. I but, probably would have taken a picture of Andrew Schultz. I'm not going to lie. Well, I took, cause he like, he, he like said it to my, he's like, yeah, you want to like come over here and take a photo. And I didn't also want to be like, nah, dude, like no way. But I did say that. <laughs> I, I was just like, nah, I don't want to get a photo. I want to take a photo with this person. And it was like a local comic. So I thought it would just be a burn. And he was just like, ah. <laughs> and then I was like, later, I was just like, nah, I'm kidding. Like, I want a photo with y'all. I'm not an asshole. Damn, that was, that was good, man. Actually, I said he said that. I did that to Mark, not him. Oh. But still, like, even doing that, like, that felt bad to do. Because I was like, that was kind of rude. Like, so, like, after the photo, I, like, said, like, okay. you know, I do want a photo with y'all. online. comedy, comedians are all rude. Yeah, I know. They didn't think much of it. It was all good. That's a nice part about working at a comedy club is, like, there's no, the people there don't get offended at the same, at the same stuff. People in, like, a corporate environment would get offended. So we can, like, all be a lot more relaxed and, and jokey with each other you can swing it as they say uh sure i've never heard someone say that but yeah i guess barstool sports term i think but anyways why i don't watch too much barstool i did see something that actually just completely random sidetracked i feel like we're done talking about the circle but i was on my snapchat and have you ever watched the Barstool show, Call Her Daddy? Yeah, I'm, well, it's no longer a Barstool show. It isn't? You, you haven't heard, oh, this will be a good segment. If you've okay, well, let me, let me say mine and then you say yours. So I was just, I was on Snapchat and I saw that Alex Cooper got like uh, in a recent Photoshop scandal for like photo editing your Insta photos, making yourself look like more sexy than she is. Which I'm pretty sure has a lot to do with the success of that podcast originally was two hot girls steamed it and Barstool gave them full marketing support into a demographic that ate that content up. So I just, that was really all I had to say is I saw that she got caught in a Photoshop scandal. Then I saw the photo and I was like, why'd you even change anything? Like you would have been fine. That's exactly what I said. I was like, you literally look just as bad. I don't get it. Yeah, like she she made the just like the most minute difference in the curvature of her waist. And I was like, really? Like it's, it's like so minute that it's not it's but then it but then it becomes fucked up because then it's like girls think that that's the expectation. And it's like Yeah, I get it. But also like if you look at any any magazine, anything else that's not independent media, any publication, it's all edited. That's her brand, though. Oh, her brand is authenticity. You're right. So that is not authentic. 
I don't think that's her brand. I, I felt like her brand, her brand is been... definitely authenticity. That's why she got so big so fast is because she was willing to say the most obnoxious shit. I don't um, think that makes her authentic, though. I don't think I think that makes her. Um, Ed, this girl is one of the most authentic people on the Internet. I don't agree with that because like I barely know her. Here's here's what I do know is I listened to the show for like the first year and then I tuned back in after the her split with Sophia for a little bit just to like get the tea and hear the gossip because it was interesting. Okay, so you do uh, know that part. Yeah, and here's, in that first year, I listened to a solid amount of their shit, like their episodes and I got the gist of what it was. And like there were so many manipulation tactics and like deceptive tactics to like bagging dudes that they talked about that they were basically like female pickup artists in my mind and they were giving other girls the tools to do that so and that's authentic that's not authentic because none of her relationships are authentic it's all like do this do that to get the guy like don't call him when you want to call him like Play this exactly. game, play that game. You got to play the game. But and she also it, you stop. my counter is all I'm saying is like you recognize the game that you have to play, and then they they gave people the tools to play it. But in doing that, that's not authentic. It is authentic because that's their lives. They have fucked up relationships. They're not telling you this is the way you're going to keep a boyfriend. They're telling you this is what we've been through. This is how if you want to go get if you want to go get laid, here's what you do. You go and fucking do the gluck gluck three thousand or whatever the hell. Like that's my point. Is they're authentic because they're not saying, Oh, you do this, you're gonna keep a relationship. It's like, oh no, this is my life. This is what I've done. I'm not telling you to do it, but it's interesting because you yeah. don't hear the girl's perspective. Because they expose them their past selves that it's authentic. I think my point is- What is being authentic, Ed? It's being yourself. I think my point though, is because they showed that side of them, I immediately was like, I meet, they also alerted me to the fact that they were currently doing it as well. Like that, that is part of their current act. You'll hear people get in. So after her split with Sophia, this was the second part of, of what I was gonna say. She had people, she had like different interviews. And one of the ones I listened to was one with Tana, um, Tana Monjo. Mm -hmm. um, and in it, Tana was talking about like how off camera, Alex was a completely different person, a lot smarter, a lot less ditzy, a lot blah, blah, blah. And they were all like revealing this on the show. And in my mind, I was like, yeah, because there is a part of the show that is an act and isn't authentic because you have to act a certain way to like up the, up the viewership and you have to cut in certain segments and, and whatnot. Any formative. And so I guess my point here is none of what's happened in this latest Photoshop things thing seems like out of character for her. Like I very much think her photoshopping herself is in character for her. Cause that, that seems like something she would do to maybe like fuck with a guy 
like help with a photo you know you want guys to like you so you put hotter photos online use facetune or something and they discuss that in that episode all right is it my turn yeah okay so dave dave they talked about this on the bfs podcast which is dave portnoy and josh i saw snippets i'll i'll just say that much okay and and he literally when they said that he said i don't believe it and literally passed it because that's how authentic he believes she is and that's literally what it is and yet she is smart off camera she did all of the editing for every call her daddy episode like she is a fucking genius and but she knows what sells but she's also talking about her own life like you can't get more real than talking about your own life yeah and i'm and you know what at the end of the day i know she made a podcast about it and turned it into content which is what i think is in line with it. So she used her inauthenticity to circle back into content and become something to talk about. So here's her here's her cycle of behavior. Inauthentic action. You won't even let me talk, but go ahead. Inauthentic action for some reward. In that case, it was likes. Other cases, it's a boyfriend or male attention or whatever else, and then gets caught authentic behavior to spin into content and regain the audience's trust. Last thing I'll say, that example can be seen. No, you don't, no, no, you don't even get to say Last example, last example, I promise. No, she gets, she, she saw, five seconds. I, Brad, if you fucking do this again, I'm going to go insane. Just one more. The boyfriends, the, the Photoshop, and the initial split with Dave are all examples of that cyclical behavior. That's it. Cyclical behavior of what? The inauthentic action, getting caught. That's not inauthentic, that's all authentic. The girl fucking, she thought that she fell in love with this dude, which she didn't. And that guy convinced them that they were not getting paid right. So they told Alex and her to go to Dave and say, bitch, we're not getting paid the right amount of money. And then, he ended up giving them the offer and they were like, no, we're not taking it because oh, the guy, the guy, the boyfriend said, oh, you can get more. And then Alex came back and was like, no, yeah, you're right. That's what we asked for. So she took it. Bruh. Once they're about to lose the show though, too. If anybody's, they weren't about to lose the show. Nobody, they, they were never going to lose the show. Dave was never going to let them lose the show. They would have lost the show if they didn't sign. They would have signed with someone else, Ed. No, because they kept the IP rights. That's why they had to stay. They gave them the IP rights. But not initially, so they had to stay. Okay. If anybody is inauthentic, it's that other bitch. I don't even know. I would, I'd agree with that. Yeah, she's authentic too. Alex, Alex to, for Alex to come out and be like, I suck Logan Paul's dick is crazy. I didn't, yeah, that's a new one. That's authentic. Like, that doesn't even seem surprising, to be honest. Like, okay. As soon as she was on his podcast, I kind of figured. But, but anyways, guess how much she's getting paid now? 
something obnoxious, I'm sure. Millions. Three-year three deal, $60 million a year with for, for Spotify. Wow, that's insane. That's pretty wild, man. But Barstool kept all the merch profits and future merch profits. Yeah, that's fine at that point. What, what does what is her? I haven't kept up with it in a while. But what happens when she gets married? Does the podcast end? Like what? Or when she gets in a? Is she in a relationship? Like what happens if? I mean, there's porn stars in relationships. Like, yeah, but I is Caller Daddy still all about like dating guys and like girl problems? I mean, not really. It's just kind of like about general topics, but it's yeah. grown. Yeah, it's definitely grown. I need to I need to go and listen to a few episodes now to see where it's at. Go with the time I listened was after the split. I don't want to promote shit, but go listen to Son of a Boy Dad. That shit is so good. I think I've heard that. Heard of that. Who is it? It's a barstool podcast. Okay, yeah, that's why I've heard it. It's but it's not about sports. It's, it's like a comedy podcast. Okay. I was just realizing everything of theirs is popular, so of course that's where I've heard it from. But anyways, after that, oh, that, that's that I feel like we should also just tag on, like, based on what that we just put out there, people should put in the comments who they agree with. Do yeah. that. And also, do that, and then if you if you think that Edward interrupts me too much, comment one. And if you think that I am in the wrong, comment two. I had I had momentum in my defense. I, I was still going and you kept trying to say something. Bro, but this is consistent. I was I was getting momentum. Doesn't matter. Okay. On to the fucking the goddamn elephant in the room, Squid Games, it's the biggest show on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it has more streams than any show ever in the first week. Yeah, dude. I I watched that show in maybe two to three days. I watched it in a day. Like it was good. And let me let me I have a few questions like that I found myself asking myself during the show i gotta pull them up real quick yeah bro spencer I, I was talking to spencer about it he was like i hated it yeah i feel like some people are gonna say that because it's popular they're just gonna hate on it and that's exactly what i said i was like spencer you hate everything everybody doesn't everybody likes yeah he was like that's not true i literally hated it okay so with squid game how much can we spoil without like pissing people off? I guess is my first question. Fuck it. Spoiler, yeah. turn it off now if you don't want to know. Yeah, that's fair. I'll just, yeah, if you don't want to have it fucked up, stop watching. But so, so, okay, okay, okay. So let's start off 
with the first time they get in there. Let's just skip straight until they're in the games, okay? Because that's that's where it gets interesting. Yeah. Say you're in the first red light, green light game, and what and you make it through, and then it's like the vote everybody has that night, and you get out. Do you go back? Wait, say that again? They say, so like how everybody gets out after the first red light, green light game. Like everybody's allowed to leave because they all vote to leave. Do you go back to the squid games after you get out or do you stay gone after, after the first game? Are you like, fuck, what the hell? No, I, I, I'm, I'm staying. I need to understand how much money that really is. Because it wasn't in American dollars, oh, I don't understand. Fucking money. I heard, was it yen? What was it? I don't think it was yen. I think it was Korean money. Okay, so I'm just gonna assume that that much is gonna. I'm just gonna assume that much is equal to that much here. So 49 million American dollars for. No billion. It was billion. Okay, but that's probably like million there. Bruh. Billion. Okay. So you you go back. You go back. First off, would I go back? I feel like half the people are are assuming that it's more child's game. It's not going back voting whether you stay or not right well you, you after the first episode the majority voted to leave so everybody got kicked off but then they got the opportunity to go back like they all got cards again like a week later that was like if you want to come back now that you know what's going on like you can and like right. half the people went back and the others just returned to life oh yeah okay no no i do yeah, because there was the rule that the majority votes to end the game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would have voted after the first game to end the game if I made it through. Because I'd be uh, like, not everybody knew this was it. I definitely didn't. I definitely would have voted to keep playing. And it, I think if I would have gotten kicked off the island, there's no way I would have gone back. I would have cared too much about like living. But... If I was in it, these all the questions now are if if I was still in it. Okay. But the thing is, if you don't if you, if you don't go back, right, you still are caring about living every single day. Like you're stressing about living every single day. Oh you, yeah, that's what sent them back. I forgot. You finished oh, it's such debt that they would have died anyways, half of them. That and you finish these games, you're set for fucking life, bro. You're never stressed ever. And it's just these games. You have to finish four fucking games or whatever, however many games it was. Yeah, I guess I probably would go back. if I'll put myself in the main character's shoes to make it easier to answer. When he went back, he was immediately confronted with like, oh, I'll die out here again too. But even in my shoes yeah, right now, I, I would do that shit. You got to go back if you're him. As me. Oh, you have no debts. I know. <laughs> oh, that's insane. Fuck that, dude. 
As me? No. I just have confidence in my ability, to be honest. Especially, nah. especially with those games. Yeah, well, I'm sure ton. I'm sure tons of people would feel confident, but you watch the show and see how many people get out at the end. Some real fuckery. A foot. I don't know, man. That's that's like fucking set for life, and you got your kids. Set. Okay. Next question: the big scene at night after after the dude eats that one dude's egg, and like there's the big murder scene at night where it's just a all out like disgusting, fucking brutal. Yeah, just like every man for himself. In that moment, do you murder other people or do you like just try to like go somewhere to defend yourself? Bro, I'm, I'm sitting in a corner. Nobody's even going to know I'm there. Yeah, okay, I agree with that. I, I go to somewhere where I can defend myself and anybody that comes up gets killed. Bro, I wouldn't even need to defend myself. Like, I figured I would just, yeah. I would be hidden well enough to where people just wouldn't bother me. Okay. But game, what game, if you were to die on one, what game do you think you die on? Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. Probably the the tug of war thing, just because. Oh, I forgot all about that one. It would, it would be hard for me to gain a team. Yeah. But the way they finessed it, I like. I would have never thought of that. Like the way that they ended up winning that. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. You don't. That one's pretty high likely. I feel like I win the Squid Game. Like I feel like I win the last one. Bro, what is the last one? It's the one player is the the offense, one player is the defense, and they gotta like make it to the other side, the like the top of the squid to win. Okay, I haven't even finished it yet. All right, don't go past, don't go, don't go past fucking. You didn't finish it. No, don't go past, don't go past the marble shit. The marble shit. Marble. Marble. Oh. Oh. Damn. Damn, dude. I think that's you're like right there at the end. I know. Well, the Squid Game is the first on the first episode when they open up the season. They talk about what Squid Game is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the last game. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. That's all I'll say. But based on the rules, when you learn them after watching it, I think I win that game. Um, marbles is. Well, the thing thing is, they got uh, the shoes. Marvel's, the Marvel's episode fucked me up, dude. Bro, yeah, I was emotional. 
that episode was fucked up because I was even. How I, is he? Gonna, how is he gonna try and finesse his buddy, bro? That that shit fucked me up really bad. I was like, damn, I didn't even know you could do that in the game. That's where, in that moment, I started to think maybe I would lose because I was like, I didn't even realize that was something that like you you could do. But well, and they they fucked them up. They were like pick your partner like you're you're on the same team and they end up battling each other yeah well i think after after that one night where they all just like go ham and murder each other i would probably assume like after that i'd i'd either go one or two ways i try to team up with a lot of people and get through with a lot of people to the end or yeah, but that's not gonna help you in the Marvel game. Nah, unless you had a bigger team. It's not that game really fucked people up, but it would either be that because it could help in the game after that one. No, I mean definitely, I would make as many alliances as I could, but or I'd start murdering people like on some real sneaky stuff. Yeah, I like, like those are the only two options you got. Because you know, that's some creed shit. Yeah, you know you gotta like, you know they reward murder after that night. Yeah, you know they reward people dying. So I, I'm immediately thinking like, survive the game and get out, and at night just start slitting throats. Like, I mean, it's not a bad game plan to be honest. Yeah, or like get a team to do it with me, but then like gonna go or got to do all the games no. so if you have a team you still got to make it to the end with all the games yeah oh i i think i'd be trying to make it out in a night I'm trying to thin the herd fast yeah well you better get moving quick i know i'd be hoping after that one night if i made it through i'd be waiting for the next night like a like a hawk and then I'd just be going through, taking people off. Yeah. I mean, honestly. You could get them all. If you wait when everyone's asleep. Cool. Sorry about that. Is it too late to go back on to one thing about the Alex Cooper? I feel like we breezed over. Or I interrupted you on. I mean, I guess. You said she sucked Logan's dick? When did that come out? And how? And why? I think that I'm either getting that confused. She, she, either, she either fucked Logan or she sucked his dick. One of them was Corinna Cop. The other one was her. Why did that come out? She kind of was like trying to like hide it to a degree, I guess. But she was like, they basically put context clues together and she just admitted to it. And they is just like the other media that exists out there. It was, she was on the, um, the BFFs podcast. Oh. Okay. 
Gotcha. Cause I was just like thinking to myself, I was like, how does like a private thing like that even come out? Like without one of them saying it publicly, like, yeah, I sucked his dick or yeah, I fucked her. No. Yeah. I mean, Logan's talked about, talked about it too. Okay. I thought he had a girlfriend, so that's kind of wild. Well, this was a while ago. Damn. See, it shows how much like I'm tuned into that world. Um. Okay, that was my only question. I was just like, "What?" This just seems so random. That's the big news lately. <laughs> For her, bro. I don't. The thing is, I don't even know how her Spotify is doing shit. But I heard, you know, Mike Malak or whatever that Logan's co-host. Yeah, he was like. He was on a podcast on BFFs, actually. And he was like, yeah, I was in New York for Fashion Week, and I saw Alex Cooper there, and she was just absolutely trashed. And, like, I kind of feel like she might be falling off the deep end. I feel like she's getting all this money, and she doesn't know what to fucking do with it. To be but fair, who would? I mean, I, that's why you get an accountant. Yeah, like at that, really, fucking, who would know what to do with that? Seriously. For $60 million. That's that's mind-boggling that some, like, podcasting can be worth that much. Bro, well, they paid $120 million and Apparently, according to Andrew Schultz, he was like, yeah, he told us off air. It's way more than that. <laughs> yeah, because that could just be like a like an initial signing. There could be tons of other parts to his contract that we don't know about. Like, that is fucking insane. That's like pro athlete. Does it all come down to advertising revenue and just like advertising makes the world go round? Well, yeah, and, like, basically, Spotify is trying to take over the podcast area. Like, they're trying to... Yeah, you know, but almost... And shit like that. Almost everything in entertainment now, to some degree, relies on advertising to make money. Not everything, but a lot of things, if you think about it. Yeah, but you also got to think about it. you have to have a subscription to get on Spotify. Yeah, which is like another fee. So you, entertainment makes money through either like directly paying for whatever the content is. Or advertising, yeah. Yeah. And like, it's just crazy. There's that much money involved, I guess. That's what blows my mind. It's just like advertising, how the value of advertising, I guess, is how it's. I mean, you just have, you gotta think about it. Like, Joe Rogan goes to Spotify, right? And now you can only get like four minute bits of his podcast yeah. on YouTube. And now every brand wants a piece of the pie. Well, not only that, how many people do you think fucking just subscribe just to listen to fucking his podcast? Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like now every brand wants a piece of those eyes. Yeah. And that's what you get when you sign up to advertise. It's like they want all the work that he... 
I guess that's how you evaluate it is like how much the other brands value you, how bad they want to be in that space on your podcast to let people know about him. I mean, he is definitely fucking the God right now. Yeah. Jesus. That is just so insane. Out of all the things you can do to make money, entertainment has to be one of the biggest things and one of the smallest but it has to have some of the highest potential for earning that you that out of all the industries oh yeah for sure like today so today i was trying to put together uh like different notes and and kind of talking points for this and after like going through squid games i was like trying to figure out to myself like what jobs would i truly enjoy without like the the like price tag involved because so like what job would i have to wake up to do and and be happy to do for basically free every day Mm -hmm. And that's like only hobbies, really things that I do as hobbies, because I was like thinking like, how many people really do jobs that they don't like, because the money is like, and what the money meets all their needs first. Because there's way more jobs out there where the money meets your needs than where the money meets your needs to survive than where the job meets your like desire to have a fun life, if that makes sense. I mean, fuck yeah, it's most of the American people. Yeah, it's most of the jobs out there. Like, you got to be really fortunate to get a job that allows you to meet, like, all your financial needs and also satisfies all your, like, um, needs to just, like, enjoy life. I don't know what what you would call that, like, what, what a good word for that is. But like where you just enjoy doing it too. Because even the jobs that you do, like that people do just enjoy doing, they typically don't, they're typically like sacrificing a financial amount to do them, you know, where they're like, they're like, I'll just live simply to enjoy this job that I really like doing, but I'll have to give up this, this, and this in life. Yeah. And then you get people like Alex Cooper who probably get a job that they really enjoy. And it also hits that financial need too, where it meets all her financial needs in life. And now she's probably left with the question of like, all right, well, I do what I like to do. I got all this money. If I were her, I would fucking retire in like two years. Yeah, I mean, once you get all that money, you made it. You're, you can just coast on out, or you can continue to make money. But you, there must be some like sort of overcompensation for once you start getting that amount of money. You think you have to do something to, to justify earning it. Like you have to spend an amount that justifies earning it. That bitch definitely been spending some money. I think I'd start going traveling a lot. Well, you can't. <laughs> yeah. 
probably try to buy a few homes in full. If I had 60 million in the bank, I wouldn't even get mortgages. I'd just be like, I'm paying for it flat out right now. Yeah, I'm just renting them shits out. Yeah. If you get if you could get a home anywhere, where would you get like several homes? Do you even know the answer or would you go on like a I think I'd go on like a a bit of a traveling spree before I bought a home anywhere other than like Denver right now. Why? If I had 60 million in the bank, I'm at a stage in life right now where I buy a home in Denver and I would go on a traveling spree because Denver would be a great city to be in for like the airport and everything else. Bro, honestly, I would buy a home and tell you ride. <laughs> I wouldn't. I've never been there. I, I need to go visit, but it is Denver because of night stuff. You want to still have a nightlife? I tell you, right, has a nightlife too, bro. Of just like beautiful rich people. Mm-hmm. That's like a. I I can't talk about it. I've never been there. I don't know. It's literally you have to take a gondola just to get down into Telluride, like it's like in a fucking mountain range. I think you can drive there, dude. I mean, I think you can too, but that restricted access. Not as fun. Yeah, you just made it sound like that's the only way to get there. I don't think. Well, that's the way my fucking parents made it seem. Yeah, I don't think that's how that works, man. <laughs> but, like, I think maybe not even in Denver, maybe like Golden, right on the edge. So I'm not in the in the city. Yeah. Be in a mountain cabin and just drive 30 minutes in every day. That'd be great. But I'd probably get a house in St. Petersburg, like St. Pete Beach. Yeah, the only bad part about living in the city is just like the sheer amount of homeless all around you and like kind of like the crime and shit that happened in cities late at night and shit. Like that's really the only downside. But right. like, get more local places within walking distance and shit like that, which I appreciate. But that's what I'm saying. St. Pete Beach, but you ain't got to worry about homeless people. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of an issue here. But oh well, I guess not much I can do about that. Where's everywhere's got issues, some facet or another. So you go, you get a house in a coastal town. I mean, not necessarily. Like, I I would definitely get a house. Like, I'm trying to avoid saying I get a house in California, but, like, I do like the idea of being on the beach and by the mountains, but, like, the taxes there and shit. I consider North Carolina. That's an interesting one. For those same things that you just listed, though. Um, 
because they got beach mountains. Um, maybe not as much snow, but you know their taxes aren't the same because they're all conservative as hell. So they probably got like real low taxes. Maybe like, I don't know. I, bro, I would be cool. like a, a fucking, like a ranch in Wyoming or some shit. That would be cool. You know what state that like I'd like to get into the graduate program in? Because it's it's like an area that's apparently really slept on and like it with all my research on it, it sounds pretty sick. Where? Boise, Idaho. Like that, they had a good graduate program there, but also it's like a nice city. Yeah, it's I heard like the base of mountains. You got I snowboarding. I heard all the people were really fucking nice there too. Yeah, I heard that area is amazing. And they're like another area where they're just like, keep Californians away, please. But right. Texas is being overrun by Californians. Yeah, it's funny. Is there really like what's the what's this Californian flight? There's still people moving there. It's not like people are just fleeing California. Bro, the taxes there are so high. Yeah. And the homeless the homeless problem is getting way out of hand. They must allow camping too or something. They're literally not doing anything about it either. That's the thing. I don't know what to say. But I mean, uh, what, what would you do, right? What would you do with these homeless people? I'll speak on it from a Denver perspective because I'm not there, but we probably have similar issues, albeit theirs is way bigger. Um, I think it's hard because no matter how you answer this, it's, it hurts somebody. But here we have a, we allow like camping or in, in urban areas and it's not cool for the people that live in these areas. Like a block away, the whole sidewalk's taken up by tents. So it's like Skid Row in California. Yeah, it's basically like we got many blocks of that scattered all throughout the city where people like set up tents and what'll happen is when it gets too big, the police will come and sweep it and push them off somewhere else. And you got one side of the city, like one side of people that hate the fact that police are sweeping homeless people because they're like, they're homeless. Where the fuck are they supposed to go? Where are you going to sweep them to? <laughs> That's also the thing is like, you can't really do much other than say you can't be here. Um, they just need some well, What ends up happening is they go two blocks to the left or right, and then they set up camp again. Um, just throw some money at it, build a big-ass homeless shelter. The, here's the other side of it. Is we got tons of unused motels and hotels that um, some are used for that and aren't being filled up by the homeless because of the restrictions that are required to get in, whether they're age restrictions whether they're like, you can't be on drugs restrictions, like people won't do it because you get, can't be on drugs. If you can't bring your pet in, people won't do it because they want to keep their pet with them. Like for whatever restriction, like people will turn it down. 
See, you gotta throw more money at that and you can make that work. Or they're like, you can't bring all these possessions in with you. And they'll be like, well, if I can't bring all these possessions in with me, what am I supposed to do? And it's like, so it's just like tons of different issues that, so it's like hard to know what the right solution is. I think, I don't think it starts with like putting the impotence on, on a city to like bear the brunt of of like the people that failed themselves and like sometimes the people the city failed too. Um, you broke I, up. I didn't hear that. Oh, I'm saying like, I, I don't feel like it's fair to put it all in the city to fix the problem. Like, I feel like a, I wish I knew how many people show up here homeless, decide that they're going to make it out here that way and then don't. Because I would, I'd feel fairly confident that we have a large amount of people that traveled in from other states and just let themselves be homeless immediately. Um, I have no stats to back that up though, but I don't know how to give a good answer to this question, man. I don't know. And I just don't get why. I don't know. I feel like there should be enough programs like there's like Section 8, you know, fucking project housing and stuff like that. Yeah, we got stuff like that. Um, here's, here's the one thing I feel, I guess, strongly about is I don't think people should be allowed to set up tents on the street. And like, right. yeah, because what that's led to is like the camps get bigger. It becomes violent outside the camps. Yeah. like there's more drug use and like other shit happening at nighttime that gets really sketchy like we got dumpster fires i got condoms in my back alleyway like all over the place because people are just banging in alleys there's like human shit all over the place because they're shitting outside like that's not cool and you can't just like let people camp in a community for weeks at a time and build up a trash presence as well because that's like people pay to live in this area and these people that are camping on the street aren't paying to live in the area they're just trashing it causing vandalism stealing bikes and making it harder for the residents that actually do live here to live and like you steal someone's bike and they can't get to work the next day you i mean nobody also wants to like live in unhygienic standards where disease is just like in the alleyway because somebody took a shit last night like it just seems cool. it just seems like it's so low on the totem pole of government and like you even in the places where it's such a big problem like in california and you know what you're talking about in denver like it doesn't seem like it's a very high priority to deal no, it's because it gets so massive that the police are like if we're sweeping homeless people all day, then we cannot reply to anything else going on in the city. No, but what I'm saying is like, they're not even trying to like write procedure or laws into effect or anything. Well, I think, I think it has to be a tougher answer to homelessness than, than, than people would want to hear. I think you have to arrest homeless people for being homeless. Um, because it is against the law. This is this is just funny because I just heard a stand-up bit about this. 
and I seriously think you got to arrest him for being homeless. But Dan, think, come on. Oh, well, you you asked me. I was answering it. I was. No, gonna, I literally just said. I literally just went into a whole segment. Like okay, but, okay, whatever. I'll get better. You go. Anyways, I was just watching a stand-up about this. It was an open mic of a guy in um, New York, and he was talking about how he hated the fucking homeless people, and all the people were cheering when he said that. And he was like, I think we should just round them all up and send them to prison. And, like, one guy was like, hell yeah, and everybody was, like, cheering and shit. And he was like, guys, I'm joking. Like, I'm not serious. So you, like, actually believe that? Yeah, but I don't think we should do it with how prison is now. Like, I think if our prisons were better, it would be a better solution to say what I just said. Yeah, so like, two different if, spectrums, like there's... Yeah, so I think if like prisons did a better job of getting people on their feet when they released them, instead of putting them back into homelessness, then my solution would make tons of sense, but. But what are they doing that's illegal? Being homeless is illegal. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's not even a choice sometimes. I know, but it is illegal. Like. I don't know about that. The act of being homeless itself isn't illegal, obviously. But like in most cities, you can't camp somewhere at night, for example. So as soon as you sleep somewhere at night in the public, that's classified as camping, which is illegal. But what we do is we sweep them to another block and say, you can't be here. You gotta, you need something to like help put them back on their feet is all I'm saying. And they're not putting themselves back on their feet or they're not doing what they have to do to like use the services that are available to put themselves back on their feet. So if they get arrested and the services in the prison are good enough to get them back on their feet, then like say the sentence for homelessness was like two months or, or something that was long enough to get rid of any drug intoxicants in that person's body if they were on drugs at the time. Or so why like send them to a rehab that they do the same thing? That would be fair too. I just don't think it's, you let that exist on the street and in, in like open public. Cause like half the people in tents down the street right now are high too. That's what I'm saying. So like if you, and rehab also helps you like, yeah okay so maybe you take them to rehab instead of prison but I, I do think like you have to involuntarily like take them off the street against their will like you can't just let them like continue to do it and I mean it's probably the same price to send them to prison as like, it is to go to rehab because rehab's like a month to three months yeah, so like if you can help them get rid of whatever intoxicant is in their system, whether they resorted to it out of hopelessness or whatever, like I know not everybody's just homeless and a drug addict. Some become a drug addict after being homeless. But 
if you could do that and then like if prison or rehab had some sort of system that gave people like a a three-month six-month job or some sort of job pipeline to like make money live in like a halfway house and make money rehab right there yeah yeah and then like after six months once they have enough to down payment then take them to like a a section blah blah sort of apartment thing where they have another six months in an apartment complex to halfway house which has them set up for you know unemployment and section eight housing and shit like that yeah but at the biggest issue it's because they none of them have ways to make money and as soon as you're homeless you don't have an address to put in on any job application so you gotta like you gotta get them an address i guess is my first thought and if they aren't taking advantage of the homeless services available to them then you got to forcibly get them an address and that's prison or rehab and once you get them an address then you can get the money and then once you can get the money then you can get the more types of help yeah that's a good point but i i don't think i I, i'm definitely leaning more towards the rehab situation because put them in prison good luck yeah yeah you're right there could be like we got jail prison rehab what if we just created another sort of center that was specifically designated to helping that cause that's exactly what i was saying but just we just need to throw a bunch of money at it and fucking make it work if we're, yeah. spending, we're spending three trillion dollars on infrastructure why can't we build some type of fucking yeah we spend tons of money on homeless shelters too and then they don't get used maybe if we just force the usage of them in a more a lot of them are fucking filled we got a lot of empty ones here in denver i guess is where i'm coming from with that um and they only give you so much time yeah i'm trying my best here to tackle that but that's hard I also think that like by the way people we are not experts in this and yeah. do not take everything we're saying this is all <laughs> thanks for saying that i'm i'm very open so if somebody ever was like yo y'all are idiots like you need some learning to do you need to look at this this and this then i would go and look at it like i'm not i don't think i'm like I'm, i right I'm, I'm just trying to think through it I'm definitely open to being educated more about the topic. Um, on another note, so I went to the bar by myself the other day. Yeah. Because I was over on that town picking up some uh, medicine. And so I was at Kush's and I'm just like chilling. I'm watching some football. And it's not really that packed, but like the bar is packed, but I'm not going to sit anywhere other than the bar because obviously I want to get my drinks fast and whatnot. Sit next, sit next to like this group of like line of like five girls and the girl I sit next to is a fucking dime piece. And I'm like, bro, holy shit, this girl's so bad. And she spills this drink and it like almost gets on me. And I was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like it didn't get on me, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she starts talking and shit. 
And I was like, well, what are y'all about to do? And she was like, well, we're about to go back to my place. Do you want to come? And I was like, I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? And I was like, kind of weird that she invited some random dude to back to her place. Like, I guess she had five girls with her, so it was okay. But so we went back to her place and I'm drunk, so drunk. Like they have so much alcohol at this house. I've n never been this drunk in my life. Like, well, in a while, like, cause I'm old yeah. now. No, I get what you mean. And I'm just like sitting there and there's like, they're like playing beer pong and shit, listening to like fucking music, dancing, like, but like annoying music, like dancing and shit. And I'm just like, bruh, I'm too fucking old for this shit. And like, so I was like getting up and I was like telling her about how I was about to leave. I was like, I, I just, yeah, I think I'm about to leave. She was like, you're not gonna come with us? And I was like, to where? She was like, we're going out to recess. And I was like, that's not really my scene exactly, but um, yeah, I think I'm probably just gonna dip out. And then she grabbed me by the arm and she was like, wait, she was like, if you come with us, I'll fuck you. And then she licks my ear. And I was like, okay, I guess I can go to rehab. And like, so I end up at fucking recess with these girls and like they have a booth and i'm just like when we get to the booth i'm just sitting down at the fucking hold on uh, i gotta pause okay can you just imagine <laughs> the roles reversed you're at your house with your boys and you got some girl to come over and she's starting to leave and you go wait 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 will you yeah. come with us to recess she goes not nah, i think i'm about to leave and if you go, wait, I'll fuck you if you come with me to recess and then you lick her ear. Like, that would be a case. You would sue me for like, sexual harassment. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. You can continue. I just thought of that immediately when you said that. I was like, if the roles were reversed in this situation, this would be so different. Bro. No, yeah, definitely. Oh. But it definitely is a double <laughs> Oh, man. But she... <laughs> They're like 22 and shit. So. Yeah, I just, I can't imagine. If somebody did that, I'd be so uncomfortable answering that. Oh, okay, sorry. That was funny. Uncomfortable answering what? I guess she didn't ask you if you fucked her. She just said she fucked you, so you didn't. Yeah, well. That made me feel like there was pressure. I'd be like, fuck, now I gotta fuck her? I mean, although as a guy, I'd probably already. Yeah, that was the plan, hopefully. Yeah. I, I know. I know what the dynamic is here socially, but we're supposed to act like that social dynamic doesn't exist. But so, anyways, they're all like 22 and shit. So they're like having a good ass time and like, you know, doing college kid shit. And I'm just like sitting at the booth, literally like in the corner, just getting more and more fucking just drunk. Cause they're like buying bottles at a time. And so I'm just like sipping on these bottles. And then bro, next thing you know, like five more drinks deep, I'm like dancing with this girl on elevated surfaces and like fucking going ham and shit. I felt like I was 20 again. I was like, actually dancing and like fucking wait 
Bro, I was going yeah, like, like, it was wild. It was like some like, bro, it, it was crazy. Like elevated surfaces, Ed. Why am I on elevated surfaces dancing with this girl? Yeah, like you didn't get on a table is what you mean, first of all. No, I did. You did get on a table. Lord yeah. mercy. Huh? I said, Lordy mercy. I didn't even do that when I was 20. What do you... <laughs> Bro, I she, she, I don't know. I was just so drunk. All right, <laughs> that's all I can say. So it was a good night. And then I was like, bro, I was making out there in public and shit. Fucking wild. Uh, damn. So get back to her place, and of course, I smash. It's like four in the morning, and this is on like a Thursday night. And I'm like, it's like four in the morning. I smash. I had smashed at started at like three, probably. I don't know. And I got up and I was like about to leave. And she was like, You're not going to stay and cuddle and like sleep with me. And like, you could sleep here. And I was like, No, like, I got work. I got responsibilities and shit. And that was when I realized I was way too fucking old for this shit. And. <laughs> God damn, I was feeling it the next day, and I haven't talked to that girl since. Yeah, I was going to say, y'all just never talked again, huh? She probably doesn't even fucking remember my name. I barely remember hers. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Damn. But yeah, that's my story. About 20. I don't know if I really feel different from when I was 20. Bro, when it comes to handling alcohol, yeah. Bro, you know the the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury fights next Saturday. It's next Saturday. Damn, who do you think's gonna win? I have no idea, but Deontay Wilder's just such a monster. I mean, you're right. He's got a heavy shot. Is um I don't know. It'd be cool to see whoever wins. I don't really care. Well, this is the third fight. It's one one. Maybe each one one. So yeah, but no. Yeah. No, the first one was a draw. No, he knocked him out. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Deontay Wilder knocked him out. No, Tyson Fury survived. In the second one. In the first one. Which is the one where they accused Fury of fucking... So Fury has one win? Fury has one win and a draw. Fury hasn't lost. They accused Fury of cheating, saying he had some shit in his gloves or something, and that's how he knocked him out. Because when he when you watch the fight, his fists were like in the in the wrists of the gloves rather than in the in the cushion. So when he hit him, it was like hitting him bare knuckle rather than rather than um with the with the cushion of the glove legally. I'll, I'll go get my gloves and show you what I mean. I mean, I saw it in the picture. It looked like you could tell you could see the imprint of his fucking fingers. Yeah. Like saying, kept him in the wrist or something. 
but I don't know. He lost. Who cares? Whatever. They both made so much money. <laughs> I mean, shit. Did you see fucking um, Tyron Woodley got I love Jake Paul tattooed on his finger? I Apparently, the love was pinned in so he didn't get love tattooed. He just had the artist write that with the pin. So it just says I, Jake Paul. That's still bad. Just having Jake Paul's name on your hand is fucking... Yeah, no, I'm not trying to make an excuse for him. <laughs> I'm not trying to say, well, at least he just got I, Jake Paul. Like, do you, do, you, do you really want to see another fight between them? No. It does. It's like, it's just and, stupid. And if you do, leave it in the comments, because I don't think anyone does want to see another fight between them. I don't think anybody cares. And I hope no one wants to see him fight Tommy Fury because that man can't. Well, anyone cares about that fight either, to be honest. Like, Jake Paul just needs to wait for a second if he wants another fight because I don't think there's anything interesting that I can think of off the top of my head right now that's that he's gonna get. Like, he wanted Masvidal. That's also he's trying to fight in the UFC right now. Like, I don't think that's gonna happen. That seems like a long shot, to be honest. And a lot of his UFC call-outs seems like, seem like long shots because nobody's at the end of their contract. So, like, I don't know what in boxing makes sense. Maybe Dylan Danis gets released by Bellator because he just got choked out by a police officer at a bar. And, like, fight. did you see that? No, I didn't, but he ain't going to fight. Yeah, Dylan Danis was, like, acting a fool at a bar and got choked out by a police officer and arrested. He's always Bellator releases him and then he fights Jake Paul for a paycheck. Like I, I don't know what's I I guarantee confidence right now for him based on what's available and what his track record of fights are. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Because he's looking for big money too, so it's gotta be another like, exciting name. Tommy they just leaked these a uh, whole bunch of data some company about offshore um, financial like disclosures for like some of the richest people in the world and like presidents, prime ministers and shit like that yeah how, how much, how, much do, how, how do you think that anything will come of it because that's illegal. Like, do you think anything will come of it? What are the implications of, of leaking that stuff? What do you mean? Like, can you explain it? For somebody? I'm saying it's illegal for them to do the offshore money laundering. Yeah, so, I know money laundering is illegal, but... You're saying records of their money laundering have been released or just like records of their offshore holdings? Records of their offshore holdings, but their offshore holdings are showing that they're fucking putting money out there to avoid paying taxes. Oh, but the leak was also illegal? No, the leak is just a leak. I mean, it probably was illegal. It uh, might be illegal, I don't know, but. Who, so who's laundering? Bro, fucking, uh, you mean like who is in the, the leak? Yeah. 
a shit ton of people, like a bunch of presidents, billionaires. Okay. All sorts of shit. And so repeat your question. Like, what, what do I think? Anything, like, will they convict them of anything? Will they even try, will they sweep this under the rug? I don't know. I got to see this leak. I want to see the names on it. I need more info. Like, because I feel like it's one of those things I, that... I don't think anybody who's part of the leak would want it swept under the rug. But if it's already been leaked, it sounds like it's already been leaked. Too late. And they would want to sleep under the rug. Because what I'm saying is, like, is it a big enough story or do people care about it enough to, like... It's I need the names. I mean, that's the thing, like... About the names, I don't know. I care. I feel like it was more um, European. Oh, but that could also be interesting because... Me saying I need the names is kind of fucked up. Money laundering is money laundering. Exactly. And we're not talking about money laundering, we're talking about tax evasion. Tax evasion is tax evasion. Like, regardless of who you are. Yeah. And they have, they have like... Taxes either. I mean, let's be real. They have celebrities on there too. I don't like paying taxes either. They tax you a lot sometimes. And sometimes you... Um, I don't know. We got to hear everybody's reasons. Every There's nuances to everything. But based on like a pure legal stance, I feel like the judge should probably be a judge and do the judge thing and lock them all up. I have a good feeling that they're not going to have enough people to care about. They probably all have the money to like pay back whatever they evaded and there'll be some sort of settle settlement where they pay off all their evasion and if you don't, then you go to jail. Put them in some cushy ass prison. Have you ever heard of like a, a, a level one prison? I'd imagine there's like a white collar crime prison and like a, a blue collar crime prison. <laughs> There's no fences. You can walk, you can you can get off of at least like you got an ankle monitor on you or something? No, like you're not supposed to leave, but you can like pay a correctional officer like I'm gonna dip out or you can tell your like cellmate like yo here beat me if I'm need to be back type shit. Eh. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. That's weird. That's crazy. I guess it makes more sense though. I mean, do they also pay have less staff on hand too because they trust the prisoners more or something? I mean, I imagine. Yeah. I imagine without all that stuff, it's less money to run unless they're also, get, if they're getting like five course meals, I feel like that's another Probably but if it's like based on the threat level of a perceived prisoner, that could be one statement too, you know? That's true. Like if they're still getting shitty prison pizza, then like I guess that's their problem. And like uh, pops used to make 
all of his employees when he was warden eat lunch at the prison cafeteria once a week. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, like, I, I guess it depends on what their treatment is and, like, all that shit, too. Because if it's just, like, they're docile and they're all there because of, like, who they are, you know, like, I would imagine murderers go to a, a certain prison over white-collar crime people. Yeah, definitely. But... Why is that, by the way? Why, why should they... Why should we segregate or separate prisoners based on crime? Why should they... Why should you get a distinction? You're kidding, right? No. Because of the risk of putting inmates that are known for violence with inmates that aren't known for violence. Like, that's why classification exists. That's what, that's what a lot of the cases my, my dad. Hear me out. If there was no classification and there was that risk, would there be less crime? Would there be less crime? You're scared to go to jail with legit murderers. Maybe less. There's no classification and they're not put in a separate facility. Less white collar crime, I guess. But, and, and even that, they would probably just put the white collar people in segregation. That's what classification for. That's what I'm saying. It's like they would have put them by themselves. That's my question though. Like, without classification. So, so say, say you commit any crime, you go to the same exact spot as murderers are with no separation, no, maybe like your own cell, but no, like no specific block, no, like you could be right next door to a murderer. So you get arrested for something like jaywalking. (laughs) You could be right next to like a serial killer. Prison for jail. Do you think that would reduce crime? Or would it just reduce like petty crime? Still reduce crime, I guess. I mean, petty crime you're not going to go to prison for. Fair. Okay. Um, But. Take that part out. For for felony like money laundering and white collar crime like that, maybe so. But at the same time, they could also they pay. Feel like they're untouchable in some way, right? Even when they go to prison. But but even even then, they would still be untouchable because they would pay the guards. They would have a guard. They would pay a guard to fucking walk them around and shit. But you don't get money in prison other than through commissary, and isn't that limited? Somebody from the outside, your assistant, to send it, wire it to their account. Oh, uh, you're saying there'd be bribes? Yes. Okay. Okay, that's fair, but still. Would it reduce it? I don't... Is there still bribes by, I'm sure, serial killers and shit? Like, I mean, yeah. I feel sure. like that's level playing field. If you can bribe, you bribe. You use you, you, your talents. Yeah, and I mean, that's accurate, but I mean, 
I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it would. Is that immoral? What? To to not have separation in prisons or jails? Say yeah. there's no prison jail system. It's all jail. So That's if you go to jail, you could be in the drunk tank with a serial killer. That's immoral. You can't, that's, yeah, that's immoral. That's negligence. Fair. Like you can't, you just can't. I, okay, yeah, no, I, I could agree with that, yeah. You can't be in the drunk tank with the serial killer. Well, you can't be in any type of. You can't be in a room with a yeah. serial killer. It's just like, just fresh arrested. But any, but serial killers are put in segregation immediately anyway, so. Yeah. Okay. I, I go back. I revert back to my original scenario. You could be cell by cell in, in the common areas. You'll get the standard like guards and shit. But you could still be eating lunch right next door to. But even, and even that, and another thing is you could bribe the fucking the, the killers. You could say, oh, I'll put this much money on your books. Yeah. And, We'll be set for fucking however long. Yo, Jeff, I'll give you one mil if you eat um, Sinatra's eye. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's like extortion almost. Like if you pay me, I'll protect you type thing. Yeah, it'd be like some like a like some Gotham shit, like like pri- like Arkham Prism. Yeah, type shit. <laughs> I just said Prism. Prism. Imagine being locked in a prison. <laughs> Have you ever seen Interstellar? Um, yes, the McConaughey movie. Yeah, like if you got locked in the black hole and that's like a prison. Dude, my mom got his um, book for Christmas. She was like, oh my God, I've wanted to read this so badly. The green light one? Yeah, I'm, I, I was so angry reading a poem out of it. Like, I was just so mad. I was like, this is so bad. But yeah. he's, he's so fucking cool. Because he's like hot, girls are going to read his poetry and be like, oh, yeah. Because like in his poem, he's like, I arrived to my wife naked. And she arrives to me naked. We come into it together. And girls are just going to be like, McConaughey naked, reading it. But that was a solid little conversation. Yeah, you ready to end it? I mean, yeah, it has been a while, and we discussed everything we planned on discussing. I know. I need like a new, a new show to watch. I need to go check the season finale of The Circle first off. See what's going on there. I'll go after this. Go watch Lucifer. Well, shit. That's all. That's all, folks. See you, man. Have a good night. And cut.